Yes, team. How are we? Welcome back to another episode of the High Performance Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to take a deep dive into the C word, the check-in process. Now, this is something that is obviously such an integral part of the coaching process and is something that's been around since I started out in the online coaching game in 2013, and it's kind of evolved in so many different ways. And today, I want you to be opened up to a new way of thinking, a new way of doing things. And I would love for you to be able to challenge the norms of how you're currently running things at this present moment in time and just start to look at, right, okay, how can we now potentially find a better way? And really importantly, this is now not going to be me telling you this is the exact formula and this is exactly what you need to be doing. This is now going to be based upon obviously a set of principles and uh, a framework that you can now start to take into consideration and just for us to be able to start to challenge um the way in which you've been doing things and is there now a better way? Because for me, this isn't about how we can now leverage and how we can now do less and how we can basically start to use AI and tech to basically do the heavy lifting for us. This is actually how we can do better, how we can improve the quality of the connections, the relationships, the results that we're now currently getting with our clients, the way in which we're now coaching more effectively, which is not only going to deliver a better quality of, of experience, but it's also now going to improve your fulfillment and your freedom as well, uh, which is going to be absolutely key. Really, really uh, important disclaimer. This is now not, this is how you should do things. If you are a bodybuilding prep coach, you really work within a specialist field, the way in which you're now going to collate and collect data and the way in which you're now going to do things is going to be completely different to how somebody's now going to communicate with uh, Harry who's trying to drop his first five pounds and look good on holiday. You know, so if you've got a client that's three weeks out, the way in which you're now going to collate and collect data and the touch points and all those other things are now going to be completely different. So it's just about understanding and appreciating that there's a multiple, whole of different ways that we can now do things. It's just understanding where are your clients and what is it and they now need and what's the best way for you to now be to deliver and what's the best way for them to be able to provide you feedback. And what I'm about to deliver is based upon 10 plus years of now doing check-ins, tens of thousands of check-ins that I've now done. And I've done everything from phone calling my clients every single week to doing 10 to 15 minute Loom videos, because that's what I thought that I needed to do, uh, all the way through to then creating leverage check-ins, doing comprehensive express-based check-ins, giving them more autonomy around the way in which they now want to do check-ins. You know, every which way possible, I have tried it. Um, and that's why I wanted to be able to try and distill this down into some uh, kind of key problems, principles, and a process for you to now be able to run. Also, just to note, I've got a little bit of man flu. So if my voice feels funny, uh, I go squeaky uh, or you hear me snorting, coughing or anything uh, of the sort, I apologize. I wanted to make sure that obviously I could still get a podcast out and that we could still make sure that we could provide you with hopefully some value because I believe this is going to be such an integral way that's just going to improve the quality of what it is that you're currently doing. So let's just have a look at a few kind of quick fire questions that I would love for you to be able to ask yourself. Number one, do you enjoy doing your own check-ins every single week? If you've had a coach or you currently have a coach, do you enjoy doing your own check-ins? Is it something that you now value? Is it something that you now uh, look forward to? Is it something that you now consistently do? Having now had my own coaches and also um, having worked with hundreds of thousands of coaches, the one big thing that we now realize is that actually the majority of coaches actually hate doing their own check-in. Uh, they don't place that much value on it. And actually the value comes through a whole host of differing means. So if based upon the thousands of coaches that I've now worked with, the majority now don't place their value on a check-in, it's like, why are we now then as coaches placing so much value and so much of an emphasis um, currently on our check-in process for our clients? Number two, do you enjoy doing client check-ins every single week? And sometimes we will because A, we look forward to obviously seeing how clients are progressing. Uh, we look forward to obviously now providing them obviously the necessary feedback. But I believe that we've got to start to look at the relationship you have with them. Sometimes I know that I've done check, I've had like loads of check-ins come back and 
For me, it gives me a sense of control. It makes me feel as though that I've got so much to do. It keeps me busy and uh, allows me to feel as though that I'm actually now moving forwards and I'm doing something. Whereas when I didn't have a load of check-ins, I'd be like, what am I going to do with my time? What am I going to do with this? all these hours that I have in the day because I wouldn't know what to be focusing on or what needed to be the priority within my business. So I'd end up just feeling guilty. So having loads of check-ins actually made me feel as though that I was moving forwards. Number three, where did you learn to do check-ins? The likelihood is you probably learned it from your coach who the, who also learned it from their coach, who also then learned it from their coach. And it's like, where did this even come from? And the way in which you're now currently doing things is like, have we ever questioned or challenged the way in which you're currently doing things? And again, explore a different way. And finally, if I remove check-ins from your business, why would your clients stay with you? What are all the reasons that your clients would currently stay? And this is something that I'm going to explore in some of the biggest problems that we now typically see. So let's explore five big problems with the old school style way of the check-in process. Number one, it's often transactional, not transformational or timeless. Transactional is the tip of the iceberg. It's here's what you get. Here's what's involved. Here's the check-in process that we're now going to basically have. You're going to send me your data. You're going to send me your feedback. And this is what we're going to do. Transformational is here's the result. We're going to help you drop X. Timeless is we're going to help you finish dieting forever and build a body that you love for life. What we've got to explore and consider is that transactional is important. Being able to convey and uh, communicate what people are getting is, of course, an important part of the process. And different people value different things. Some people really, really care about the intricacies and the logistics. Some people don't care. They just want to know what results they're going to get most importantly. But what we've got to consider is that your value of your coaching process is not now based upon the transaction or here's what you get, but it's actually based upon the timeless and actually how are you now helping people achieve X and it's going to now help them solve a problem for life. Because when you're doing that, they're not bothered then about the transaction and what is it that they're going to get per se, the value is now based upon the results that they're now going to accomplish and achieve. And this is going to be something that I'm going to talk about in a little bit more depth and a little bit more detail. Number two, you feel stuck and you feel like you can't grow, especially as you start to scale and build and you go to 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 clients. This is the biggest bottleneck. You stuck in delivery, doing check-ins, and you have two uh, trains of thought. Number one, you don't actually want to continue to scale and grow because at the moment you don't want to spend any more time actually now doing even more check-ins. Um, or number two, you can't scale or grow because you don't have the energy, you don't have the time, you don't have the bandwidth to onboard any more clients without now you spending every single hour of every single uh, day just now working um, and just feeling as though that you're currently stuck in delivery or actually additional one, you think, right, okay, I now need to hire a support coach or success coach or somebody along those lines. And the reality is you probably don't. Um, I actually believe that uh, there's this trend in the industry right now where there's loads of people hiring success coaches when they really don't need to be hiring success coaches. They're not then training them properly. They're not establishing the relationships and the connection, obviously, with the clients. And therefore, that's obviously leading to a high degree of attrition. Um, and it's actually not having... Um, a powerful, a positive impact on all parties. So you feel stuck and like you can't grow. This is the biggest bottleneck that we see with coaches between like the three and seven K per month mark, where they just feel as though they're so heavy in delivery. And in order for you to be able to effectively grow, you need to be able to efficiently manage what it is you're currently doing and look at a new and a better way of doing things. Number three, your clients base the value of your program on a weekly check-in. They base it on them filling in a form. And here's the problem. If your clients miss a couple of check-ins uh, because they're away or they're on holiday, but they're still actually moving forward and they're still progressing, now all of a sudden they're questioning the service. They're questioning, actually, I'm not I'm not filling in the check-in, so like, what's the point? And I, I'm not ma fully maximizing, obviously, this service, so I'm probably just going to now stop. The other thing to now consider is, obviously, different goals require different check-ins and require different ways of communication. So if somebody's in a fat loss phase, as an example, 
having obviously a check-in can actually be quite valuable for people because they can start to see the progress and it's nice for them to be able to measure. Whereas when somebody's in a maintenance or they're in a performance phase, um, again, like the data is not going to be as necessary and or applicable. So again, if we're now placing the value if your clients are placing the value of uh, your program based upon the weekly check-in, there is a problem, I believe, and there's something that now needs to massively, massively change. Otherwise, what happens is, well, what happens when they, A, reach that initial goal, or B, they stop doing check-ins because they hate filling in forms every single week. This is now where we want to start to think on a deeper level and think about how do we go above and beyond transactional and how do we become far more multidimensional in the way in which we're currently coaching and delivering. And this is actually a really, really key one. You're stuck on repeat. You just feel as though you're saying the same things over and over and over and over and over and over again every single week. Uh, and also every single check-in is a carbon copy of uh, one another. And here's the problem with that. If you're saying the same things over and over again, you're actually not coaching effectively. People aren't now actually taking on board that information and the way in which it's now currently being delivered is not actually taking people through a level of change. You just now feel as though you're broken record. People now um, are receiving the information, but they're unable to actually digest and understand actually how to apply that information. And you just now feel as though that you're just on this kind of merry-go-round, that you're just going round and round and round in circles. And you just feel as though that, yeah, you're basically saying the same thing to every single person week upon week upon week upon week upon week. And actually that's then having an impact obviously on the results that you're achieving. And also again, like your fulfillment and what it is you're currently doing, which leads quite nicely into uh, one of the final points. And that's, you're not actually presenting your very best self or coaching effectively. If you're repeating yourself every single week, then the way in which the information is now being delivered and the way in which you're now coaching is actually not coaching people through change. And when we now look at coaching, it's about understanding that obviously everybody has different needs, different wants, different values, different emotional concerns. And we've now got to be able to coach and communicate in a differing way to now be able to meet the person where they're at and coach the person and not the process. If you're just sending the same Loom video or the same WhatsApp message every single week based upon the same data, we're actually now not coaching somebody for a transformational process. We're just transactionally coaching. And actually we're just repeating and regurgitating information. Also, if you're the last person on your check-in list um, on a Monday after you've now done 25 of the check-ins, are they now getting the same level of service and the same level of attention to detail? Um, I would argue having done it myself, no. Um, and starting to then understand, right, okay, how can I start to present myself in a far better way and start to coach even more effectively? But the one big fear that you now have is that if you change your check-in process, everybody's going to leave. Or you're going to start to question or they're going to start to challenge, well, what do I now get? If I'm not currently getting the check-in process, then what am I actually now currently paying for? And again, this is now stepping into a new way of doing things, which is exactly now what we're going to explore. So let's have a look at six key principles that we can now start to take into account. Number one, don't be one-dimensional. Every single client has different needs, different wants, different values, exactly as I've communicated. Everybody now obviously has um, a differing kind of archetype. And we need to start to look at, right, okay, how am I now coaching effectively? How am I coaching the person and not the process? And how am I now ensuring that I've actually got different methodologies and different ways to understand the support that this person now needs and what it is that they are now currently looking for? And being respectful and appreciative that different people now value different things. Some people will value the intricacies and the nuance and the depth and the detail. Other people will just value the speed. Uh, other people will just simply value that the fact that you're there for them, most importantly, and you can get give them obviously the support, obviously, as and when now required and necessary. So again, we've got to now look at every single person doesn't need to get tarred with the same brush. And we've got to be very dynamic in our approach and very open and very malleable to each person and recognizing that one person's value is not another person's value. And we need to be okay with that. Otherwise, what's going to end up happening is we're going to, again, increase resistance. We're going to increase churn. And that's going to have a massive impact on, um, obviously, the customer experience because we're not actually coaching 
the individual. We're just trying to fit them into a box. Number two, be more Picasso. And uh, when I shared this, it was more through the story of um, the one I'm probably going to butcher as well. Was uh, basically Picasso drawing uh, an image on a napkin that somebody asked for that they uh, that they kind of saw him in a, in a coffee shop, uh, and then they asked him how much it was, and I think he said it was ten thousand pounds or fifty thousand pounds or something of the sort. But they said, listen, it only took you two minutes to uh, basically draw draw the draw the drawing, and he said, no, this has taken me you know twenty plus years, and for you. The point being, your clients are now not paying for the longest loom video in the world. They're not paying for all the stuff. They're not paying for how long can you make all of the things um, to be able to validate that you're now giving them something. It comes back down to the stories. It comes uh, it comes back down to the experience, the stories and the lessons that you can then obviously impart. It comes back down to your skill. It comes back down to your experience, your education, the time that you've now spent developing your craft, the courses that you've been on, the mentors and the coaches that you've now paid, the podcasts, the books that you've now read, the challenges that you've now been through. Like, Everything is now basically compounding and accumulative. And they're now buying into that skill set. No, most importantly, not how long or how much is it that I currently get. And if we're now looking at changing the process and actually looking at how we're currently doing things, I believe the most important thing that we've got to consider is our communication. And it all comes down to how we frame things. So if you frame things in the onboarding process, you get a weekly check-in and we're going to complete all your data and we're going to basically, you get WhatsApp support seven days a week and uh, you basically get 24-7 support and this is what we do and this is like how things run and we need you to complete your check-in every single week. And if you don't, then we're not going to know that you're progressing and blah, 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 blah. They're going to place all their value on a check-in process. They're now going to think that they get full access and 24-7 support seven days a week. Uh, and you're basically just creating these crazy expectations. Whereas if you say, um, the way in which this coaching process works is we coach the person, not the process. And our mission is to now be to give you what you need when you need it and make sure that we can mold this coaching process around your specific needs, most importantly. So we can now ensure that we can coach you effectively to be able to get the results uh, in the time frame and obviously delivered in the way that's now going to be most applicable to you. How different does that now sound in comparison to this is how it works. This is what you get. This is what's involved. And you complete a weekly check-in. Everything now all comes down to the frame. And even if you're now going to change the check-in process, it also now comes down to the frame. So if you're now looking at obviously changing things, it's like, uh, hey team, just wanted to drop in. Um, I've had a massive realization recently that the way in which we've now been doing things has been very, very old school. I appreciate that just filling in the same form every single week can feel quite boring, quite monotonous and quite mundane. And actually it's impacting and inhibiting my ability to now be able to coach you as effectively. So moving forwards for us to now be able to step into a new and a better way so I can actually enhance the way in which we're now currently delivering uh, the service that we're providing, the results we're getting, that we're getting, we're now going to be bang, 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 bang. And again, everything comes down to the way in which you now frame it, which is going to be the most integral thing. And we always want to go upstream. So we never want to jump in and we never want to be reactive. We never want to firefight. The goal is to always now be able to go upstream and understand exactly what's going on. So case in point, if you have a client that's basically selling it, filling in the same data every single week, they're stuck. They're not really making progress and you're sending them the same feedback. You're just trying to jump into the river to try and save them instead of actually now starting to look at, right, okay, how do we now need to go upstream to understand what's going on so that we can then start to mitigate, obviously, this these kind of like lower level problems that we seem to be consistently facing and up against. And again, this is how we can just start to take on more of a 30,000 foot view approach into our business and how we're now coaching instead of just jumping in and thinking, right, okay, how do I now save people um, immediately? And how do I now make sure that I give them a, B, and C, when that actually isn't necessarily supporting them and or um, is actually coaching them as effectively as uh, you could possibly 
do so that would actually not just help them in the short term, but actually help them in the long term. And if you look at it through a coaching perspective, and this was something that I shared, I want you to be able to see this coaching prism. And when we're now looking at like, how do, how do we now effectively coach? I actually believe it's broken up obviously into a few different components. Number one, you obviously have the self-coach. It's obviously the learning by doing. It's obviously the self-learning through uh, obviously e either A, experiencing the stuff or learning the stuff through little mini trainings, uh, webinars, recordings, et cetera. You then have the one-to-one -one coach, which is obviously like the higher level of communication <coughs> and the opportunity to now be obviously in um, a coaching container where you can now be thinking partners and you can now give somebody the space for them to be able to think and for them to be able to now start to explore and understand and for you to be able to effectively listen uh, and then obviously ask the right questions at the right and the appropriate times. And then we also have group coaching. This is like peer supervised coaching where you're learning by watching other people. You're learning by seeing what other people are now asking, what they're currently experiencing, what they're currently doing, what they're currently going through. So when we're now looking at actually how to effectively coach, we have the self-coach, we have the one-to-one -one coach, we have the group coach. So if you're now just basically sending a check-in that's you on a screen, it's just you just recording the same um, sheet every single week, we've got to ask ourselves again, is like, is that the most effective way for us to now be able to coach? Or actually, can we now be far more uh, dynamic in our coaching process and the way in which we're now currently delivering to hit more angles um, of uh, the coaching container and also appreciate that different people, again, will need different things. Some people will massively value the group kind of small peer uh, based stuff. And that even might potentially be like getting two or three clients just onto a Zoom call together. Do they now value the one-to-one? -one? And actually, we need to go into the depths and the intricacies and we actually now need to jump onto a call and work through a, a process. Or actually, do you know what? Do you need to get them to learn and, and um, experience in a safe environment by just going through this process through their own self-discovery and or watching some trainings or deliverables that you've now put in place? And finally, you're accountable to your clients, not for your clients. If you now um, are the hero, your clients can then fall into the victim. You now want to be the sage and you want your clients to be the hero of their own journey because what we now don't want to do is create a dependency. And if your clients are now basically dictate, uh, determining their progress and their success based upon like them now completing a weekly check-in, you then chasing them up, you then checking their fit, my fitness pal, you then basically double checking that they've now done their sessions, you now uh, checking in to make sure that they've done X. We're creating a dependency. Uh, we're not now teaching them to actually now become accountable for themselves. Their action is actually now and actually now what's important to them. So we're accountable to clients, not for clients. And the more that you step into the role of the rescuer by trying to obviously provide all the answers and just trying to save people, the more reliant they then become on you. And therefore, uh, the success of their, their success now basically becomes determined on like what you're doing instead of it being now determined based upon the actions they're taking their own autonomy and actually their ability to become accountable for themselves and to themselves, uh, most importantly. And if we now do that, what ends up happening is you end up basically stuck in delivery, rescuing people and now being a donkey on the edge because you're almost like unable to take any time away because you feel so responsible. Whereas our goal is to effectively coach so that the clients can now become accountable to themselves. Um, and also this comes back down to how you frame it, most importantly at the very, very get-go. And that's not something that I'm going to go into today. But again, something for you to now be to think about. If your clients are now dependent upon you and they're so heavily reliant upon you, that is not now effectively coaching. And that's not going to serve them for the long-term uh, and is then going to have a huge impact in terms of um, your delivery, your energy, and what you have the capacity and the availability for you to now be to go and do. So there's some problems. 
There's some principles. Let's have a look at a new process and a new way of doing things. So again, we can now look at creating a comprehensive check-in, uh, an express check-in, give them autonomy and give them an opportunity to now be able to choose which one they now basically want to do. Again, let's now go upstream. It all comes back down to the frame. It all comes back down to how would you like me to communicate with you? At the start, people aren't going to necessarily know that. But of course, as you now develop through your coaching relationship, it's now being open to change most importantly. So this is now a way for you to now be to think about this moving forward. And this is a process that uh, we had in place. Obviously, we don't anymore because we obviously operate from a slightly different lens. Um, but um, important to now note, the check-in is a reflection for them and it's not a reflect, it's not for you. It's 90% for them, it's 10% for you. And the way in which I would love for you to now be to see this is very much like your journal. It's like when you write in your journal, it's like when you plan your weeks. You're not writing in your journal and you're not planning your weeks for anybody else. You're doing it for yourself. So the check-in process, if you're now gonna run a check-in process, is now gonna be exactly the same. That is how it gets communicated. This process is actually now for you, for you to now be able to reflect on what's gone well, what you're currently struggling with, and what it is that you now feel as though that you need to do, and what support you then may need moving forward, uh, and the progress that we're now currently making. But the check-in process, actually, this is for you, not for me. That's a really, really powerful way for you to now be able to frame things, because again, it's exactly the same um, in terms of making them now accountable to themselves, and allowing them to be able to understand that the value is now based upon <laughs> their own reflection time rather than actually just now making it based upon like the regurgitated information that you're now going to send back. And again, a really simple way for you to now be able to start to compartmentalize and understand um, how and who needs obviously support and at what points. And that's just being able to break it down obviously into green, amber, red. And the way in which I would always now frame this is obviously we have green, uh, which is basically you're behaving your way to success. We're on the green line. We're basically behaving our way to where we now want to be. We have amber, which is kind of like, I've had a few challenges. I'm stuck, but I know what I need to do to get back on track. And red is basically, I'm in crisis. I'm stuck. I need help ASAP. So green, I'm winning. I know exactly what I need to be doing. Amber, I've had a challenging week, but I know exactly what I need to do to get back on track. Red, I'm stuck. I need help. This is now something that you can obviously have as a really easy way for you to now be able to get clients to put their hand in the air and also for you to now be able to understand who needs to be communicated um, most uh, proficiently and also reflecting that every single seven days to seven days, not a lot has really ever changed. So again, like for you, it's also about appreciating that, um, again, the check-in process is now going to be based upon like them and not for you. And also, if somebody's in the red, then you should have already communicated effectively that people should already be putting their hand in the air and they should already now be reaching out to you before that time arises. And the way in which we now want to be able to think about this is tip of the iceberg mentality again. Tell, here's what I need you to do. Quick communications, quick touch points. Teach, here's why we're doing this, which is obviously then going to be like trainings and calls that you're now going to run. Coach is obviously like, tell me more. Help me to understand. These are like calls and peer supported sessions. So let's go back obviously to the uh, coaching prism that I now spoke about. We do not want to be having like heavy in-depth conversations over WhatsApp and WhatsApp voice notes because that is not effectively coaching. WhatsApp should now be delivered for like speed. It's like small little short touch points that allow them to obviously just basically get the accessibility and the information that's now necessary. Obviously, the teach now comes down to the trainings and the deliverables that you're now currently providing and potentially some calls that you're now currently running. And then coach is obviously the one-to-one -one coaching container or the peer supported sessions that allow you the opportunity to actually allow them to think and allow them to be able to um, go on obviously a journey with you most importantly so you can then start to coach more effectively. That's really now what we're looking at in terms of obviously communication and cadence. If you're sending a 5, 10, 15 minute Loom video, a great thing that I heard um, from Chris Voss 
a little while ago was that if you were playing an online game of chess, you would now not send over your next 10 chess moves in one email. What you would do is you would send your next move and then you'd wait for that person to respond. You then send your next move. You then wait for that person to respond. You then send your next move. You wait for that person to respond. So you always want to focus on what's the one thing and then we wait for them to respond. Then you focus on the next. Otherwise, all this information just gets completely blurred um, and then can be distorted. Uh, so can get distorted and also can go unseen. So for you just starting to look at, right, okay, like how am I actually now again communicating and what are the means of communication that I'm now currently using? Is going to be an important, important part of actually how you're able to now actually coach and deliver. And again, understand that different people now need to be communicating in different ways. Some people just want speed. They want literally told what to do. What do I need to action? What do I need to put in place? Other people will want to understand the depths and like I say, the intricacies. Important thing to note, I believe that the first seven to 13 days are absolutely integral for buying and trust. So we now want to be able to set quick wins. We now want to be able to obviously enhance communication cadence within this uh, period of time. And that might potentially be like maybe a quick seven day call, uh, a quick 30 day kind of call of review, just to now make sure that they are good to go. Whilst that might potentially take a little bit more time and might take a little bit more energy, I believe in the long run, it will actually enhance A, uh, the relationship and the trust that you're now currently building. B, obviously uh, the results that they're currently yielding. And I think C, then obviously the questions that they're asking because the way in which you're now coaching and delivering obviously from the get-go is obviously setting the tone. And uh, again, is allowing you just to get them really focused and clear over what's now most important, uh, which is going to be E. And then the way in which I would now look at running things as a structure and as a cadence, if People now want to basically complete a weekly check-in. You basically move it to a weekly pit stop, which is the first three weeks of every single month. And then on the last week of every single month, you do a monthly sprint. So the weekly pit stop is going to basically look uh, something like this. Uh, how would you rate your progress this week? Green, amber, red. Quick overview of your week. Give us a quick reflection piece. Um, is there anything you need any support Any support with specifically this week? What does success now look like for you? Do you need to upload your body composition data? Yes or no? You can put a logic jump, obviously, on that. That's really, really simple, really, really easy. And obviously through that, you can obviously just communicate through WhatsApp, Slack, whatever it now might be. That might be obviously the speed uh, piece. Anybody that obviously now needs um, obviously a higher level of communication, you can now jump onto a call with. Uh, you can now potentially record video, whatever it now might potentially be. The really, really powerful piece with this is if you now stop doing the kind of like mundane, monotonous kind of transactional process of just getting everybody to complete a check-in because they have to do a check-in and you have to send everybody a check-in, you actually free yourself up even more so to be able to jump onto more calls, which means that you can then start to coach effectively, which then helps you over help them overcome the potential barriers and challenges they're facing, which also enhances the coaching relationship. So this isn't now like you doing less. This is actually now you having the time and the space then for you to now be able to coach even more effectively and actually then do more because you've got the energy and the availability to now be able to do so and jump onto a few calls if now necessary. And this was one of the biggest game changes that we now made because it allowed us to actually coach and connect on a deeper level with people that now needed that most importantly and actually allowed us to coach from a space in a place of, well, do you want to jump on a call? We can just discuss and we can explore. That way is actually really, really powerful. So weekly pit stop, which could be the first three weeks of every single month. And then you can move into a monthly sprint. That monthly sprint could obviously be now a reflection, which is the last check-in of every single month, which is uh, obviously green, amber, red, and then monthly reflection. What went well? What's working? What do we need to change? Uh, what would success now look like this uh, next month? How will you know if you're winning? Is there anything you need support with? Do you need to update, obviously, body composition, stats, data, etc.? You could then obviously now go through either, again, depend upon obviously who they are, the way in which they value, obviously, communication. 
That can now be done through WhatsApp. That can now be video. That can now be a call. Again, just depending upon where that individual is. So you've basically got little micro kind of weekly pit stops, touch base if they now need to, but we don't make it mandatory. The monthly sprint is obviously an opportunity for them to be able to reflect on obviously the month just gone. And then also a little bit more of a kind of planning piece going into the month ahead. And then if you wish, you could also then have a quarterly um, kind of check-in. That quarterly check-in is basically like a quarterly review. That's a reflection over Q1. What's been your highlights, your challenges, your biggest lessons? Let's now do a goal and vision setting. If we were sat having this conversation in 90 days time, what would you love to be celebrating? Do you need to upload body composition stats, et cetera? And again, like, this can now be delivered, obviously, in a one-to-one. -one. This can now be delivered, obviously, in a peer-supported kind of group-based call. Uh, it really depends upon, obviously, where you are, the business that you model that you now run, et cetera. So we can have a weekly pit stop, a monthly sprint, and then a quarterly review. So it's micro, meso, macro in terms of the way in which you're now doing things. So you will have certain times of the month where things may be a little bit heavier, but also throughout then the other periods of times of the month, you're going to potentially have a little bit more slack. There's going to be a little bit uh, kind of less um load in terms of like response etc and it also allows them to be able to actually see the progress understand actually what they're currently doing and is it now working and it also allows them not just to become dependent on you you are still going to obviously touch base and just still connect and jump in and obviously see where they are see how they're getting on etc um but i think even more powerfully it frees you up for more time for you to now be able to actually integrate obviously coaching calls and high level communication if now needed or alternatively, actually spend more time developing and working on yourself and also now working on your business, which is absolutely key. And if you now want to be able to think, how can I start to become even more efficient and effective what it is I'm currently doing? And you don't want to keep repeating yourself based upon basic logistical pieces, become a content librarian. Just record like the most frequently asked questions that you now get into three to five minute trainings, save all of the quick links in your phone. And that now basically means if somebody says like, I'm going out on a meeting out this weekend, what should I do? You can basically just send them over, watch this quick three to five minute video, come back to me based upon obviously um, what you've now taken from that. And then obviously we can go through the specifics if now needed. So again, like all of the kind of non really high level specific stuff can now be um, obviously put into a place where actually you can save yourself obviously time, but not only that, actually, they're going to get more value than you just sending them over a 60 second voice note in terms of what it is that they now need to do. And a really powerful question that I love to ask is, especially when people have been with you for potentially longer than 90 days is moving forwards, how would you like me to best communicate with you? That actually allows them to have more autonomy and it allows you then to understand the expectations of the client. And it also means that if somebody isn't now checking in or somebody now isn't necessarily like coming back to you every single week, it's because actually, do you know what? I just need to touch base with me every couple of weeks, make sure I'm good and maybe value a call once every six weeks. Okay, cool. Amazing. You know, it comes back down to then, okay, where is the client and what is it they're now looking for? I personally wouldn't ask that obviously in the get-go just because Obviously, when people now start out, obviously, in this uh, process, they're not going to really know what it is that they're looking for. So hopefully that's given you a little bit of clarity and something for you just to now be able to think about. Of course, the most important thing is now going to be how you frame these changes. Of course, you still now want to be able to uh, gain and collate the necessary data. 
but it's about just understanding how we're now currently doing things, the cadence of which that's now currently done. And is there now a better way of currently doing things? So that actually allows you to free yourself up to deliver an even higher level of service and coach your clients to an even greater level, which is going to improve the retention. It's going to improve the, re the referrals. It's going to improve the results. And it's also going to improve the experience that they're now currently getting. And the retention of your business is going to be the biggest driver that's going to give you stability, which is then going to allow you to access scalability then moving forward. So if you've taken something from today's training, I would absolutely love to know. Um, again, like that was just a kind of uh, quick uh, snapshot insight and overview. And if you want to see the visuals uh, based upon, obviously, the training that I now delivered uh, for the High Performance Coach team, then uh, just drop me a message with the word check-in and I'll literally send it over to you. So looking forward to hearing how you get on. Any questions you have, drop me a message on Instagram. I'm more than happy to go back and forth. And uh, again, the goal here is to be able to raise and elevate the standards of the industry, how we currently do things so we can now continue to um, coach more effectively, build a business and a life uh, that you now know that you're well and truly capable of and we can continue to lead the way. So have an amazing morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you're up to. And I look forward to catching up with you on the next episode. Speak soon.